I do have a question, Rob, for you before yeah. we get started. Yeah. So um, obviously, I I had a first adventure using this system. Uh, Jeff, when he ran the uh, 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 Gumshoe for the first time, was sending me constant messages, panicking over this. How was your first time writing a, a, a Gumshoe adventure? Seeing as how I was a player beforehand, I didn't really sweat it that much, but we haven't played yet, so we'll find out. Oh, we're, we're going to ask later, too. This is this is like the introduction for episode one. <laughs> well, uh, when, you t- when you talked about how adventures are supposed to be structured when we did that behind-the-scenes episode mm-hmm. a little while back, you you talked about like how the way that you did it was completely original. It wasn't set up like uh, the the way they tell you to do it in the book. So my adventure is kind of set up like yours in, in many cool. ways. So we'll find out. Yeah. I do think the book system is way too complicated. I think they do uh, th- th- a little too... Yeah, they definitely put it a lot on the GM. So we're going to we're gonna pull that back a little bit. And... Um, and you know, I'm not as uptight as Robin Laws is about those preparedness roles, but that's fine. That's fine. <laughs> We're good. We can use them for jokey purposes here. Hi, I'm Rob. I am your GM for this evening. That's right. Uh, host the Our Strange Skies podcast, co-host the Coda, and I am the Dungeon Master of Rolling Through the Realms. Hey, my name is Brian Hasty. I play uh, Norman Johnson. You can find me on the Double Density as well as the Coda podcast. Hi, I'm Jen. I am the co-host of Vanished and the creator of In Defense of Liberty, and I am a player on Rolling Through the Realms and obviously this show. And I am Paul, was known as Techno Funk Boy. I play Crethen on Dice and Dreary. I'm the game master on Mont Blanc's Hunters. Normally this podcast. Today I'm going to be playing Duff McEwen. Hello everyone. My name is Samuel Fredrickson. I co-host Not Alone. Uh, we've done one episode in the last six months, but it's still a podcast and you can find it if you try real hard. The investigators travel to Missouri where they meet with a member of the Black Budget named Duff McEwen. The Black Budget is the off-maligned section of Ordo Veritatis that are particularly interested in UFOs and abductions. A previous Black Budget member named Lucy Newton had been investigating a series of abductions when she herself disappeared. The only connection between the victims was a therapist named Dr. Evan Spencer. The investigators begin their search for the truth behind the abductions. Crop, Chapter Two. You head in, uh, toward the direction of Copley, and, and driving into Copley, Missouri, is like driving through a Norman Rockwell painting that has lived a second life in an attic for more than thirty years. Desperate houses, unable to afford new coats of paint, roads in need of new asphalt, and yet the streets are bustling here. Residents walk into the only diner in town called From Dusk Till Dawn. Uh, They've been closing a little earlier than normal, uh, and it's easy to tell why, because in the space occupied, in the space once occupied by the Dewdrop, an upscale restaurant that thrived for years in Copley, is a Ponderosa Steakhouse. 
the wind kicked up by passing cars pushes against a banner that reads 1295 prime rib every night despite its lackluster looks copley is a nice place to raise a family and the last place you would expect aliens to um they like the steak the steak's good uh (laughs) as you um roll into town pull out your cell phones you have no cell service Ah, damn it. Son of a gun. But, interestingly enough, there are payphones in town. Nice. I want to get a selfie with one. (laughs) There is uh, one in front of the uh, From Dusk Till Dawn Diner, and there is one right near the town hall. Okay. So, what do you you all want to do? I kind of want to go get steak. I said we get some more more beef. (laughs) Uh, you're, you're rolling in you're rolling in at about uh, I would say around 12 noonish that's a little early for prime uh, rib and I am going to need to stop in real quick just to uh, to check on the wines make sure we're ready for tonight I'll be yep. right back do you have wine? oh can I have some? well not right now why not? good question you're working I- a case <laughs> Look, this helps me think. Okay, okay so <laughs> let's do it this way. You're allowed the wine, but you cannot drive. Oh. I do have an eight in driving. This I'll is take, just a, I will drive. I'll, t- I'll take the wine. Wow. That, so Norman is driving. Norman is driving. What is, um, what is Norman's driving like? Uh, uh, speed limit, uh, right lane, unless I need to pass a straggler. Mm. Fair. Fair. Comes to a complete stop at railroad tracks. <laughs> Brilliant. I love it. Okay. So we have, uh, we have six people we can talk to. We can also, I guess, uh, uh, you said they were all, uh, coming back in the same field. Yes. We can check that out. Yeah. Um. Yeah, let's go check out the field first. I thought I thought for a second there I was going to take that wine from you already. <laughs> you seem to be drifting off there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think we should. <laughs> so, uh, there was a name scrawled in Lucy's notes that uh, said the Midnight Ranch. Mm-hmm. And, uh, Duff, after you came into town, you, you found out that this is, uh, an, an old, uh, ranch house just outside of town hasn't been lived in in years. Uh, and, uh, that is the area where, um, people are coming back. So do I, do I know who owns the land? Uh, that up on my it's phone. Been, oh darn! Can it's we been, go? Uh, yeah, can we go to like the clerk's office and look up the, the get some land titles, figure out who owns it? <laughs> Defense attorney Jen Taylor. Defense attorney Jennifer <laughs> Taylor uh, is not in this game right now. Uh, I mean, if, <laughs> she's always in this game. Uh, if you want to do that, you can do that. That's uh, up to you. What do you What do you guys want to do? What's like the Norman is he's a very efficient man. So what would he do? Could we pair off? Like how to. big, how big is this town? Like, is it walkable if we park somewhere? Uh, the, like how many stoplights do we got going on here? 
it's a one stoplight town, but like I said, uh, the Midnight Ranch is about a mile outside of town. Okay. Okay. So we so should check like the tax office or the clerk's office or wherever would have these documents. Yeah. Yeah. If you want to go ahead, uh, you would uh, be headed to the town hall at that point. Okay. Um, I, um, I have a point in research. Okay. So I can research. You can research. You do that. What did you find with your research? Death. So it's a good question. Let me consult my notes. <laughs> uh, so there, there used to be a family that lived there uh, up until the ninety, and they just kind of up and left town one day. Nobody knows really what happened to them. Um, but I'm trying to find the <laughs> name. Strange sorry. professor in a van took them away. Uh, yeah. Right. Uh, no, it, was, it, it was kind of, it was kind of all of a sudden, I mean, this ranch is outside of town. They, their main crop was, uh, corn by and large, or no, sorry, wheat. They, uh, they largely planted wheat and that's what, they so ended is, up selling, but is anybody the, tending these fields? No, mm, no. Okay. They're not, just... that, not that you are aware of. Uh, hmm, the house okay. was uh, once owned by uh, the Matheson family. Matheson. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Who owns it now? Um, going in, you find that the house was recently purchased by a woman named Helena Harris. It was, um, and, and from what you can tell, it was kind of like a secret sale. Um, it, it wasn't, uh, it, it didn't make secret. a lot of buzz around town, you know? Um, do we get uh, contact information for her in the records? <laughs> Since we have no cell phone service, is there like a, a, a yellow page uh, pages yellow? attached she, to the phone? We have two. <laughs> Payphones. <laughs> she yeah. she uh, she lives gonna... in an apartment in the next town over. Which so is she about... doesn't live Wait. on the property that she no. purchased. No, 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 she no. just purchased it. This is going to be my one and only opportunity to do this. Yeah, since this this technology level of technology does not exist anymore, I'm going to go to the payphone and look her up at, in the white pages. Nice. Then, like a movie from the '80s, I'm going to rip that page out and keep it. Okay, Marty McFly. Very Marty McFly. Yes. <laughs> gotcha, Marty McFly. I gotcha. Okay, so yeah, we have a uh, good follow up with her too. But yeah, if this thing is just growing wild, I'm I'm more curious about it now. Agree. Let's head over there. What do you I think? think? So. Yep. I've been told I can't drive, so I'll take some more wine. I drive diligently and she's in, legally. She, she's in, in in the passenger seat, just downing it. <laughs> is it good wine? What? In is, this it, is it good wine? Like, is it nice wine or is it like boxed you know, wine? Like, what no. level? Of- <laughs> I'll have you know, I am trained. In I, in I what? Am, I am the pups. In picking the right box of wine. <laughs> I am. I am the pups' official sommelier. Oh, what is what is that? I I'm the wine steward. Okay. So wait, you. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Here's the issue with that, Paul. 
a real psalm would not wear Axe body spray because it has more self-respect. So, uh, mm, he's got his own. Style. Enjoy your box. How enjoy your box. Have, how, how many have you met in real life? No, your character. Uh, has he served papers to any psalms? Not knowingly. There might have been one or two, but like he didn't knowingly show up to any restaurants. Okay. I'm drinking Franzia. Yeah, no, no, no. I mean, no, like, you know, out, out of character, he's not good at his job, but this is a very small town and they don't know. This is the one and only time they've been in a restaurant with a sommelier and uh, they're, they're duly impressed. I am not impressed by the wine, but I'll drink it. <laughs> you say that when it's like two thirds gone. <laughs> <laughs> so y'all heading to the ranch? Yep, let's yep. do it. So you travel down a series of back roads on the outskirts of town. Uh, the gravel crunches underneath the weight of your tires. and It sounds like a large slumbering creature uh, waking from a long sleep, stretching its bones for the first time. The grass has grown tall here, and its height is unnatural to look at. The stones you're driving on have faded over the seasons by the weather of Copley, Missouri. Uh, The path eventually leads to a sharp right turn, which in turn leads to a modest two-story farmhouse. To your left, uh, escorting you there, are five-foot-high stalks of wheat. They bob in in the light wind blowing through them. And it's as if they're nodding, acknowledging that you're here and that they've been waiting for you for some time. And the crickets perform a cacophonous symphony. You can tell that the house used to be like a vibrant blue color, but now appears gray against the sun. It could really be any house in rural America, long since abandoned. So you you pull up uh, in in front of the house um, and just directly across from the house is just like a huge field of wheat that is just abundantly tall over five probably closer to six feet i grab some of the wheat and i put it in my mouth i'm chewing it like an old timey cowboy (laughs) the best tasting wheat i've had i look over and i sigh ever so slightly i kind of just drop my shoulders and figure this is how it's gonna go So what do y'all do? Well, I want to go check out the field itself. Get out, get out of the car. Do we need to take any readings? How does this work? Yeah, like... Uh-oh. Do we need to make a... Do we need to make a preparedness roll? Is that, is that it? I have a... I can do that. I came prepared. But, I mean, what do you what do you want to take yeah, readings of? Of, you know, the wheat. <laughs> Like, uh, I need something Probably a little like more specific. Radiation. Right? We want to do, like, Geiger count. Yeah, are we taking any soil samples? Wait, like, wait, wait, wait. You, you're going to take radiation readings after, after you put it in your put mouth? In the, <laughs> I am. What am I but a man made, uh, but a living Geiger counter? And I will tell you if there is a problem with this week in approximately two days. So, you, 
Does your does your mouth feel warm? We don't need equipment. That warm my mouth. So we see um, we see Norman and uh, Duff pick up Jedediah by the feet, and uh, you have Misty kind of supporting him a little bit underneath, and you like hold him around the field, and you detect whether there is radiate. No, I'm just um, that would have been amazing yeah. though. I think we should take uh, soil samples too. Wait, does he make those noises when when he goes? Oh yeah, he makes a <laughs> <laughs> which somehow sounds like sheep for some reason. Yeah, it's weird. Um, so, um, do you want to roll preparedness for a Geiger? Yeah, yeah. So is that just a? It's just a D six, right? It's a D six. Uh, you can spend uh, any preparedness points that you want. Uh, I feel like this is something that, you know, like you guys would have. So probably a three would be. Well, fine. I got a one. I'm the least prepared yeah. person on this team. I have a five, but I mean, you probably don't need to spend any points if he only wants you to roll a three. Yeah. Well, I mean, some people do. When you roll a one, you definitely. I do. didn't bring my Geiger counter today. I just <laughs> forgot it at home. I guess. <laughs> so. um... Uh, just yeah, should any of us give it a shot? If you want to give it a shot, go ahead. Go ahead. Any of any of I, you that want to wait? You, well, I, I you <laughs> rolled a five. You said right. No, I have five points. Okay, like Please, yeah, spend them all. Well, yeah, never mind no, the three. Just, spend, just spend no, just spend um, them all. Um, if anybody else wants to roll, go ahead. I will roll and uh, not use any of my preparedness points. Oh, I got a six. There you go. I got a six. You got okay. two Geiger counters. Yeah. You are double fisting Geiger How counters right now. And um, as you are walking around the wheat, uh, they don't uh, give off any sign of radiation. Okay. I'm going to, um, as I stand there, button my jacket and kind of look inside and say, I think we go in. Really good at the long pauses, Duff. Appreciate it. <laughs> Um, so inside the house it's very neat Uh, couches and chairs are in the proper place pots and pans you know are waiting in cupboards ready to be used Uh, and like all the beds are made the only thing that sets it apart is that there is a thick layer of dust on everything it really is as if the Matheson family just got up and left that, like, out of the blue. Kind of like some um, Salem's Lot kind of stuff. As you head upstairs, there's there's a couple of bedrooms upstairs. Uh, one is a smaller uh, bedroom, and uh, actually there are two of them. And then there's the master bedroom. And it has a very rustic feel to it, like it was made to be rustic, the walls are made of weather-beaten wood that kind of looks similar to the way the house is on the outside now and is there a live laugh love sign somewhere um Mm -hmm. yeah you kind of there looks like there's an empty space on the wall that's the only thing they took is the live laugh love sign (laughs) (laughs) but the the wall dressings that they put on it the 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 ones that they didn't take kind of give it a nautical feel in a way yeah and opposite and there's a king size bed right there and the one thing that you notice about this king size bed it's kind of been uh it's a little disheveled there isn't 
Uh, it looks like the dust has been disturbed on it a little bit. But you also notice um, a big picture window right across from the bed. And looking out that picture uh, window is this endless field of wheat. You know, you, you've been close to it. But what you didn't notice is that way off in the distance is a brand it's a crop circle it looks like a brand right in the in the weed itself the crop circle looks like a circle with a hollowed out circle in the middle and right above it is a half circle and jutting up from that half circle is a straight line and above that is a uh, horizontal line that terminates it is it Anchor Donut? Kind of, yeah. I'm pretty sure that's a rune. No, oh, here we go again with the stupid runes. <laughs> <laughs> How far away is that? You would guess maybe uh, probably like 2,000 feet or so from the front door. It would have been further from where you were in the in the wheat right outside. Does it seem like it's been positioned to be seen from this window or it just mm. happens to be in view of the window? Like, is it right, like, you know, centered to the window it's, in really good sight? It's like or? it is in the image. It's a little off kilter. Okay. All right. Do we, like, do we recognize the image? Have we seen it before? You don't think so, no. I like how it's like you don't think so. Okay. You don't, you've <laughs> never seen it before. Okay. Because I was going to ask, maybe it's a screened memory that we had, and I was getting worried that this was the path we were going down here. No, we're not. We're not we, dealing with screen memories. Do we bring any like um, little cameras that we can hide and I surveil? I like that idea. Roll preparedness. What would be the difficulty on this? Uh, I think a camera system will be a four. Okay, I can do this. Uh, I'm gonna spend three points, and I'm gonna roll for this. Yeah, I really want these cameras. <laughs> One. <laughs> you have cameras. Right. Yeah, I'd like to. Yeah. I. I. Do, does anyone else want to try this one? Oh, right, we got him, right? Yeah. We Didn't got we get him? him? Yeah, no, you got him. I thought yeah, it was she, a four. How many points? No, she, spent, she, she spent three. three. <laughs> oh, she spent three. I heard oh. two. No, three. Uh, okay. 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 Perfect. Sorry, I heard two in the. Okay. I don't even know why I rolled. To be <laughs> honest. <laughs> oh, good. <laughs> oh amazing oh amazing um so yeah i'd like to uh i i, I think I, I think if we set up one maybe out front to see if anybody's coming in and um i don't know if this might be the fir- the the best place to get kind of a, a overhead view of that of that uh symbol that um the the crop circle yeah maybe that we like can kind of look outward on yeah put it by the window yeah okay I dig it. And we can just set, like, I would like to look through the house. Is there anything? Uh, where else are you searching in the house? Uh, the potty. Ah. <laughs> uh, you, there is a bathroom off of the master bedroom. Uh, it's just a small half bath. Uh, nothing out of the ordinary there. There's a little, there's old toothpaste in the medicine cabinet, though. Um, Gross. Yep. Are there any books in this house? Nope. Is there a 
There's like, like any like VHS tapes? Nope. Do they got any um, you know, like uh, classic vinyl or something? <laughs> no. Got any uh, no uh, old prog rock? Uh. <laughs> I'm I'm looking for my collection. Okay. <laughs> No, no, there's just, uh, just a no. huge collection of, of Beanie Baby. <laughs> um, there is one Beanie Baby in uh, one of the. Uh, you assume it's a uh, female child's bedroom. Oh, okay. Um, is it a? Uh, do I do I recognize it as a rare one? The child of a Beanie Baby. <laughs> um, it's been done given- this whole time. Given your skills and research, oh yeah, it's totally rare. It's uh, <laughs> you. You think it's definitely you could you could flip that for like five hundred dollars. Nice. Ooh. I'm gonna I'm gonna put it in a plastic bag and go evidence. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Uh, is there any anywhere else you want to check in the house? So okay, do we think there are like. A small female child, uh, I guess, then a mom and a dad. Any other kids? How many people do we think lived here? Probably four. Okay, so is there another bedroom, kids' bedroom? Yep. Uh, it looks like the you know average teenage boy's childhood bedroom. You know, any fits in the cabinets? Any weird drawings in the kids' room? Is there anything that indicates that there's a lower level, like a basement? Is there like, if we look around, is that like a trap door or anything like that? Or a normal door leading to stairs? In, in the kitchen, there is a door that leads into the basement. 1489 DR. For the greater part of a decade, the Forgotten Realms has plunged into turmoil and confusion. Numerous wars were fought in the east and the north, and thousands were killed. In the south, the seas receded while earthquakes and locusts plagued much of the land. Sailors from long-forgotten lands made port on the Sword Coast, and a great rain fell over the sea of fallen stars. As the decade ends, the Frostmaiden Oral has plunged Icewind Dale into a perpetual winter. Violence once again finds itself on the streets of Waterdeep, and rumors of war leak out from the east. Cast into that world are three adventurers on the road for the first time. I'm Desdemona, and I play Ami. I'm Jen, and I will be playing Mirabella. Hi, my name is Chris Rusho, and I am playing Bocera Splitfish. And I'm Rob Christofferson, the Dungeon Master for Rolling Through the Realms, an actual play Dungeons & Dragons podcast. New episodes drop every other Tuesday on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or your favorite podcast app of choice. In the kitchen, there is a door that leads okay. into the basement. I'm going to go check that out. They okay. didn't wall that up? That's dumb. Um, right, so, now, now, now the devil can get in. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the basement is stocked with some leftover canned goods, um, each with a heavy coat of dust on top. Uh, there's an old rocking horse that occupies one corner of the room, along with an old crib. And uh, against the wall, opposite the canned goods, is like a shelving unit on which is a bunch of rusty farm tools and an old gasoline can that's about half full. They kept their farm tools in the gas can with the baby? 
you would get the idea that the it would they just store the crypt there. Yeah, I like don't it know. wasn't the baby's room. <laughs> <laughs> um, the basement smells of uh, you know mildew and dust, uh, but you can also pick up on the faint scent of burnt candles. Ah. Misty picks. Misty gets perked up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it, um, these candles have a vague vanilla scent. You can smell vanilla, and you're pretty sure it's from the candles. I would yeah, like... Look for that. Yeah. Serenity by Jan. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so yeah, let's uh, let's look around and see if we can find the source of that. Okay. Um, you kind of walk around the entirety of the basement, and you can't really pick it up. It's like it's all over mm. the place so you really don't know where there would have been candles phantom candles mm. but it it was recent enough that we can smell okay. it yep okay all right how many can how many cameras did we have two oh darn okay also i don't want to be like a wet blanket but how do these cameras operate i assume they're well, like gopros or something like that Okay, because yeah, we had with, to figure with, out some way of watching the footage, right? Mm. Yeah, with, with no internet connection in the town or no cell phone service, um, I'm I'm kind of wondering if we're going to have to come back and download footage, right? Yeah, but we'll do that. Okay. Uh, anything else you you want to do? Unless there's an attic, that would be that. That's my only other thought. But if if we've gone through all the rooms, I think yeah. we're pretty good. Um. You uh you head up to the oh, attic, there is an attic and yes, uh it's uh, there's like a trap door in the ceiling. You uh you pull it down, you pull down the ladder, and uh, it's empty. There's nothing up there. Back back to the basement was the was the dust uh, disturbed? The dirt, the layer of dust everywhere. On the shelves, no. On the floor, yes. There looks like there is footprints. I would like to take pictures of the footprints. Okay. What size shoe do we think? Or are they that clear? Uh, you're not going to be able to discern. Um, because they're kind of like all like throughout the area. You can't really get a clear picture of... So there's not like what there's not like a spot where I can get a good picture of like an isolated shoe print. No, because it looks just more like it, it, like all of the dust on the floor has been disturbed, so that like it's not just like one area. It, it's all over the place. You, you kind of get the idea that there's like a bunch of uh, footprints in it, like multiple people. Yeah. Pretty much, and and I mean, like, some look like they're smaller, like almost like I don't know, teenage uh, children's shoes and, and stuff like that. But um, you kind of get a whole range of shoes in the dust. Is there a? Does the basement have a, an exit leading directly outside, or do you have to go in through the house to get to the basement? Mm. Uh, you do have to go into the house uh, to access the basement. Okay. Was the house locked when we got here? Did we have to unlock it or pick a lock? Or nope, it was open. Right. Country hospitality. Yep. 
Okay. Were there any vehicles out here? No. Uh, I mean, the, the path is, or the drive up is, like, worn down, so there have been people up here. You you kind of get the idea. Like, uh, if you're talking about, like, a rural back road and how you kind of have two sections of gravel with grass in between it, the grass was uh, short. It wasn't tall, like, all of the grass around. Okay. Well, I can't think of anything else to check out here, but I do want to check out that uh, that crop circle mm-hmm. before we go. Heading out into the wheat, uh, it takes you a little bit to get out there because it's there's so much wheat. There's no clear path to that particular uh, to the crop circle itself. And I forgot to mention, there's really beautiful mountains when you see the wheat field from the house. There's these really beautiful mountains uh, that are uh, in the far distance. And uh, uh, they're called the Purple Worm Mountains because at a certain time of day, usually around dusk, uh, the the way that the light hits off them uh, makes them uh, look purple. And also, there's very strange worms that you could find in the ground up there. They're like, they're very purple in color. Like, worms, like, look like a shades of pink and like dark purple and stuff. These are like uh, a bright purple kind of worms. Um, it's a popular hiking destination. And, um, but in the crop circle itself, you kind of get a you feel a little uneasy walking into it and you you feel like a tingling sensation like in your arms you have goosebumps and it's as if you're picking up like a faint humming in your ear okay um beyond that uh the corn itself looks like it was laid down like or sorry, yeah, wheat. The wheat was, you know, just like laying down. It's not broken. Uh, where um, it uh, it's bent over, so uh, it's that's kind of strange. But duff to you, that's kind of the normal pattern for a crop circle. That's in your mind, you think that's authentic because of that, and of all of the signs when you're in it. So, duff, do you think? Uh, uh, an unidentified left this year. Ah, <laughs> uh, could be, could be. Tell you something bit me, and I couldn't quite get an eye on it. So that was definitely an unidentified. <laughs> okay, well I'm gonna close the window. <laughs> Wait, are you still in the house? <laughs> no, I meant I'm gonna close the zoom window because that all. Uh, <laughs> Well, I mean, like you haven't uh, you haven't been around for rolling through the realms when Paul just drops dad jokes left and right, and it's usually it's pretty contained when he GMs too, right? So uh, yeah, yeah. That, was, that was part of my character for rolling through the realms. I decided yeah, it's that true, and it's a, part of it's part of my. Old, he's an old father, and he uh, he really likes dad jokes. Yeah, and my NPC's job is to razz you about those and like yes. tell you that you've told that joke about a thousand <laughs> times. Yeah, from Enhelen. Dwarven Thunder. Dwarven Thunder. Heffron Man. Um, <laughs> uh, where do you want to head next? Hmm. Um, 
We can go interview the um, the um, abductees. Yeah, like, is there like an order in which they are, like, I guess we don't know where they live necessarily, right? So we can't really map where they are in relation to the crop circle. Do we even know their well, identities? We got three males, three females. Didn't that say yeah, there was like um, a group therapy session they went to every Wednesday afternoon? Could we go to yep. that? Let's, like, yeah, we could hang what, out what on day Wednesday is afternoon. It? What day is it? Just happens to be Wednesday. Wait, oh, Wednesday, right. <laughs> now, wait, wait. Is this going to conflict? Is this going to conflict with the uh, the pups' hours of operation? Because I really, mm. uh, I don't think so. Um, <laughs> you will. Duff, trying to get out of work. Um. Uh, you're probably going to need approval from Doctor Spencer to sit in on it, but. Hey, maybe you'll maybe you'll get uh, you'll get lucky and you'll be able to witness it. Uh, and um, I have not spoken with Doctor Spencer, right? No. Are any okay. y'all good at talking to therapists? Because I sure shit ain't. Um, <laughs> Somehow that does not surprise yeah. me, friend. I am I am trained in interrogation and intimidation. So, so no, how's your flattery? No. no. Cop talk. You're gonna use cop talk on a psychologist. <laughs> you know what? I will allow this. I will. I will <laughs> oh, I will, so uh, I will step in when needed, or I will use cop talk too. Okay, um, Brian. I'm just gonna give you my notes. You're taking over. Maybe. I'm maybe we very can here for Paul trying. No, 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 no. I am so here for Paul trying to talk like a cop. No, yep. no, no. To talk like a cop. <laughs> hey there, pleb. <laughs> I, I I understand they say meow a lot. You know how fast you were going, meow? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> totally. Um, um, so do you, are you heading over to Dr. Spencer's yeah, office? Yeah, I think that's our best option. Um, yeah. Unless we want to make six different stops, okay. which sounds like a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sounds well, like yeah. I mean, we'll turn this one shot into a two shot. Yeah. We have a ton of efficiency, so we are going to go ahead and get in and uh, uh, head our head out over to go talk to the doctor. Okay. Yeah, I'm I'm thinking just based on what I've observed from the group dynamic that Norman and I should hang back and let <laughs> y'all do the talking on this one. Before getting into the car, if Misty wants to drive, I will ask her to recite the alphabet backwards, <laughs> and if she can do this. She can drive. Z Y X W A B C D E R. Fail. Sorry. All right, I'm gonna keep driving efficiently, uh, right under the speed limit, <laughs> passing the stragglers. We we get we get there at eight o'clock at night. <laughs> there are no stragglers. You are going below the speed limit, Norman. Will the investigators be able to infiltrate the sessions? And what will they find that connects these victims? Find out more next time on Crop by the Order of Podcasters. You can follow the Order on Twitter and Instagram. And to support us, please leave a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts or your favorite podcast app. Please also follow the podcasts created by the individual players in this game. Music is by the Techno Funk Boy. You can watch us play live at www.twitch.tv slash technofunkboy. Thanks as always to Sirenscape for some of the amazing atmosphere in this episode. You can find them at sirenscape.com to use them at your gaming table.